Hello and welcome to the Talking and Stuff podcast. I am Tyler Brown. So, I I didn't do two podcasts last week like I said I would. I'm lazy. I don't know what else to say. I'm very, very lazy, but I'm going to try and do three today. <laughs> this is this schedule is so bloody messy and I, I, I do apologise. You know, it's not even funny. I do apologise. Um... But we're going to get back on our horse. We're going to keep on riding because I have some ideas for podcasts. I've got an idea for today. Professional wrestling. When, when was the last time we talked about that? Last week. Well, not last week because we didn't do a podcast last week, the week before. So the ideas are flowing. New ideas. They're flowing. Um, but yeah, professional wrestling. It came to my mind and I said, let's do a podcast on this because I talked about pro wrestling last week. WWE, AEW, NXT, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it came to my attention this week when Monday Night Raw came on, on Monday, as you do. Uh, and I just didn't want to watch it. Like, I just went, oh, I just don't even know. And I did try and watch it and I tried to get through, I got through about 46 minutes of Raw and I just saw the same stuff. Like, the same stuff that happened the week before. It, it just... The show seems the same. It seems like a for, formulaic mess to me. I, it just seems that like every week is the same crap. Um, and I saw the same people doing the same things. And it doesn't feel like there's a progression. And you could turn on a show from this week and you could turn on a show from bloody last year. It's the same as that bloody show. I've seen no difference, I've seen no change, and that does get boring when you're tuning in week to week. You know, we don't want to see it get worse, but we want to see some original stuff. You know, don't throw stuff at the wall and go, will that stick? Like uh, they did on um, Monday Night Raw last week, uh, last year in the summer. They did uh, Raw, what was it? The Fight Club stuff. They kind of, It was like an under, underground Raw, Raw Underground. It was like Fight Club, but rubbish, because it all just looked... Uh, like what WWE thinks is kind of edgy and raw in 2021 is basically put them in a black room with only one like light and that's it there's nothing else and they tried to make it a bit more edgy last year but they put like people on poles in but the thing is people don't want the attitude ever people keep saying we want the attitude over. We want a bit more attitude to the programming while watching each week. We want something different. And we need people to bloody swear and women to be strippers. And everybody to go, fuck off, you twats. They don't speak like that in America. They go, fuck off, you bloody twonk. They don't even speak like that, to be fair. And then we just go back to what we did in 1999. But that isn't what people want. At least that's what I don't think they will want when they get it. Because when you get that kind of edgy, I guess, shock value TV, where do you go from there? You know, it was fun for the 90s, but that's an error. The 90s was a generation, and Raw actually fit that generation it was on telly for. People wanted to be edgy. You had cartoons like South Park and Family Guy just coming in, you know. And The Simpsons is loved by everyone, but The Simpsons was seen as not as cool as Family Guy or South Park when those came around down in that era of the late 90s. Things were a bit more edgy. I mean, look at the band. In America, you had 
in 93, in the early 90s and mid-90s, you had Nirvana, you know, Metallica, you know, 80s, and it all crossed over, and everyone was listening to interesting stuff, Foo Fighters, you know, stuff that isn't kiddie, stuff that isn't meant for kids, but, you know, it's meant to be cool, man, and that was the whole thing. So people don't want that, again, I don't think, in 2021, because... Who does listen to Foo Fighters that much in 2021? Like a new release from Foo Fighters. Nirvana hasn't released anything for obvious reasons. And, um, you know, what else? What, what other band did I mention? Metallica? Who listens to them when their new release comes out? So the 90s is an era. It's an era that people do look back on fondly. But normally people look back on it. With rose-tinted glasses, because I've watched some of that Attitude Wrestling, uh, professional wrestling stuff, and it's it's good in the main event, and it's fun to watch because there's a lot going on and every character is weird, and, you know, it's very mental TV. It's very fun to watch, and I get the appeal of it, but then again, also... It was rubbish in parts. I mean, there was some bad stuff. Some stuff was so bad it was good, but it was still bad. I mean, the main event seems good. When you have Rock and Steve Austin, you know, you can't really go wrong. But there was bad stuff, like Al Snow and uh, Big Boss Man's rivalry, where Big Boss Man killed Al Snow's dog and fed it to him. That happened. Yeah? That happened on a professional wrestling show. Yeah. If you're not a fan of professional wrestling, yeah, he ate his dog. And then they got in a cage with loads of dogs biting at their legs. So, you know, characters. But yeah, that 90s stuff is for the 90s. Stick it in the 90s, you know, good for them. Raw kind of changed for that ever. And I think Raw and WWE in general is still trying to fit that ever that it's meant to be in. So it's it's trying to fit in 2021 with cool production and, you know, a bit more, you know, I guess, cancel-culture-friendly, politically-correct stuff. But it just is boring. Boring. And I don't know if that's a reflection of what the last five years have been where everything seems the same. I mean, to me, it does. To me, these last five years on this planet, for me, have been the same. The music sounds the same. The music sounds the same for the past 11, 12, 13 years. Everything sounds the same. Stuff looks the same. I mean, look at the UFC in the past five years. They got the Reebok deal, so every fighter looks the same when they come out. The entrances have been the same. The arenas look the same. And, you know... The pandemic ever didn't really change UFC's presentation because every UFC show looks the same. Uh, TV has gone out and, you know, so there's not much that I've seen of TV that I don't know if it looks the same or not. But to me, the shows that try and be edgy and try and be cool can't get around. So family, the family guy approach doesn't work for professional wrestling. It wouldn't. I think... It's weird because if you're a big company that is publicly traded like WWE, you can't do Attitude Era stuff because you'd get slandered 
by investors, your stock will drop. You know, you have to realise it is professional wrestling, it is entertainment, it is a sport, I put that in speech marks, but also it's a publicly traded company and you have to watch what you do, and I understand that, and I think not enough people understand that. Not enough people understand that this company can't just go out and say, we'll say fuck you every five seconds, because that's not what people who trade who wanted to invest in this company are looking for, is it? So it's tough for WWE. I, I understand that. Um, but then again, there are things you can do. Because there's been some good WWE television. I look to about 2014 when I last really enjoyed professional wrestling with the Daniel Bryan and the 40s stuff. Seth Rollins turning on the shield. Randy Orton was pretty good. Um, Evolution via the shield was great. Bad News Barrett was a fun character. That's just good stuff. The actual in-ring action was high level, and it still is now. If anything, that WWE and, I guess, the general professional wrestling world is still good at in 2021, is that it's still a high-rate, high-octane, great in-ring product that some will like with all the flips and stuff, and some won't. Um, It's a matter of taste. Uh, and that's the thing how do you balance your tastes and how do you balance your audience uh, for, for WWE and for professional wrestling in general but I think it's more of a WWE problem because what I've seen from the fandom for AEW that most AEW fans actually enjoy the product uh, and can vouch for it and the people that don't like AEW still say well there's good parts uh, there's some people that just hate WWE and AEW and, you know, be you. I don't know why you're watching, because you just, you know, if you don't like it, don't watch. Um, and I just didn't watch Raw, because I wasn't interested this week. And that's what you have to do. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Don't force yourself to watch it, and then spread complete stain. I think there's a difference between reviewing an episode of, of Raw, SmackDown, and AEW Dynamite, uh, and then completely going in, hating on it, hating the people that like it. People are going to like different things, that's it. I didn't want to watch Raw because I didn't like it this week, so I didn't watch it. It could have got good after the 48th minute. I don't know. I haven't looked at reviews. I may watch it later. I don't know, but it all seemed the same, so I didn't watch it. But that's the thing. How do you balance your audience? How do you balance the kids? How do you balance the teens? How do you balance the, uh, the older generation? It's hard. I don't think you can. I don't think you should want to. I think there's too much of this, in 2021 in general, out of the professional wrestling world. Everyone wants to be liked. Everyone wants the same. Everyone wants to be well-liked by every single person on this planet. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. If I was running WWE, I'd find my true niche. Find my true whatever you want. What's the biggest audience? And there's also a company, so you would want to appeal to something. What you can get the most money out of. What's your biggest audience? Who's going to stick in each week? I say point it, and I know it's kind of controversial. Kids is its biggest thing. I don't think it should be fully pointed towards kids. I know there's a lot of kids stuff. So I wouldn't really involve... As a fan, I don't want to see it. As a fan, I don't like the kids stuff in professional wrestling. I understand it, because there's a lot of kids that watch professional wrestling. I'm sure one of the biggest audiences is kids. You know, when I was 10... A lot of people like professional wrestling. Now when you're my age now, 
it's not the same. It's not, you know, the peop- your average Joe wouldn't like watching WWE. You'd find it stupid. But when you're 10, everyone liked it. Everyone went, oh, that Randy Orton's great. Sting is great. Oh, my God, what? This is amazing. Roman Reigns. Oh, what? Oh, I love it. Oh, God. Oh. You know, it was well liked. Whether the product was good or not, people still enjoyed it. But then looking back on it with an actual, um, I guess, brain to criticise. And also, it's not very cool towards professional wrestling. So a lot turned off. And that's the thing. You're pointing towards kids' audience, and the kids don't come... The kids that stick around early will not come back. But other kids will. And that's the thing. That's what they're pointing towards. There'll always be a new generation of young kids who will like professional wrestling. Always. Because it's it's not UFC, so the family can put it on. Uh, it's not boxing, so, you know. And it's fun. The in-ring product in general is fun to look at. Uh, the characters were good. <laughs> Like, well, not good. The characters like John Cena, who was kid-friendly, at least he looked like a superstar and could cut a decent film out and could work in the ring. That's what the kids liked. Um, Whether they cared for that or not, I don't know. But you can see that the big stars today uh, in professional wrestling have connected with the kids the most. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose when he was there, now John Moxley. You know, there's kids that really enjoyed those characters but they could give less of a toot about the rest of the show about those mid-carders about those uh you know under mid-carders and no one cares about them but everyone knows Roman you know even now we have you know you'd know a few wrestling stars that isn't John Cena or Steve Austin you'd probably know Roman Reigns you know Seth Rollins who else all of them but the thing is you wouldn't know a lower mid-card or, an un- or even a mid-card, really, would you? If you're a child, if you're an average Joe, you wouldn't care. The thing is, those guys in the mid-card and uh, lower mid-card are just so meh. Because they get no time on television, and they don't get any time to speak. I don't care for their characters. Most of them are good in wing workers, but they're so uh They don't get any time, and when they do get time to speak, they're ridiculed by the higher big stars. You know, it's just... It's a balancing act that doesn't work because the big stars either ridicule the smaller stars when they're on the mic or they're in the ring because they lose all the time. And everything in professional wrestling, of course, you have your place. But how can people care about these characters if they barely get any character uh, or barely get any uh, spot to shine? Their character, you know. They don't get any time on the mic. They don't get any time... In the ring, barely. So, uh, and to the average person watching professional wrestling, you don't really care about the little minute things about the in-ring product. You care more about the mic work and the characters. They actually have had loads of characters. They actually have, you know, you had Val Venus, the Godfather, um, Mark Henry, Sexual Chocolate. It was weird. Some of it was bad, but at least the mid-carders and under-mid-carders had a chance to shine, and it was different... And they were all different, and it was fun. It was fun. They were fun characters. An average person would know Mark Henry, probably not from his uh, average 2001, but from his attitude at work. A lot of people know the, the, the Godfather. You know, not the film. I'm on about a pimp. Yeah. Professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people will know Val Venus, if you ask them in the street. You know, so it's these people... It's the, and a lot of mid-cards and under, uh, lower mid-cards are well-known by the average show if they're from the Attitude Era. 
even the ruthless aggression and I had a couple of fun uh, mid-carders and lower mid-carders. But where in WWE do you see character uh, characters in this uh, mid-card and lower mid-card? Nowhere. Nowhere. I think WWE does a good job with their main event stars for the most part. Look at Roman Reigns, look at Drew McIntyre. They seem like stars, they look like stars, they talk like stars. Uh, they're well-built. Brock Lesnar, he's not very liked, but he's very well-built by the company. And uh, John Cena, when he's there, is very well-built. Even Daniel Bryan um, is kept in pretty high esteem. But who cares about the mid-card or lower mid-card? And that's mostly a show. The, mid-card, uh, the main people, the main event, can't always be on your show. So how do you build an interesting show each week? Mm. You can't, because you don't have interesting characters. So, you can have a main event guy just beat the same mid-carder every week. It's just boring. We can care for the main guy. Why do we care for the mid-carder? The main guy doesn't even get over because he just beats some guy that most people don't even care for. It's just, meh. So, let's say you have a two-hour and a five-minute... Two hours and five-minute long roar. And it's maybe an half... Forty... Eight minutes are the main stars that you know. Main stars. And the rest is kind of emerging stars to people that you absolutely don't care about. Do you care for the rest of the show? Do you care for the show? No. No, you don't. Simple as, because you can have a very good beginning, which even some wars don't even have a good beginning, because... It seems the same every week. Um, with how it's structured, who who comes out on screen. I could predict what happens on each show each week. I can predict it. That's what you don't want. You need character, you need something different. Do you need the attitude ever? No, but at least add a bit of energy. There's no energy behind these productions. Most of the stars seem bored and upset with where they are. We need some energy, we need some character. I want at least fun. It may be some people won't like it. I just want a bit of entertainment, you know. Professional wrestling doesn't have to be the most serious thing in the world. I think it works well when it's serious. But as long as I enjoy it, at least, on a basic level, then I'm happy because if you're called WWE and that E stands for entertainment, where's the bloody entertainment? I don't see any. I'm bored every week watching Raw because it seems the same. The good stuff, or the stuff I kind of enjoy, is Randy Orton, and his great promo, great character. The Alexa Bliss stuff I said I found ridiculous with The Fiend, and it's all magical, mystical being stuff, but at least it's entertaining, at least it's interesting, at least there's something behind it. That's what you need. I want different stuff. I want something engaging, at least. At least engaging. I don't see that. The Attitude Era was at least engaging. This era... Not so much. The in-ring product is great, but when people don't care about who's in the ring, why would they care about the in-ring product? And I'm not talking about hardcore fans. I'm talking about the average person. You know, the people listening to this podcast right now probably don't know most of the WWE sites, probably don't even watch professional wrestling. Uh, uh, I'm mixing up my words because i got a lot of spit in my mouth there. Don't know professional re- professional wrestling. There it is. Third try. Um, you know, you, most of you probably don't watch most of you probably don't watch. You probably don't watch uh, at all. Maybe you watch a WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know you at all. I don't know my audience. That's why we're in the toilet. <laughs> no, we're doing okay. That was a joke. 
We're doing very successful. I'm a very rich man. Extremely rich. But yes, you probably don't know the average professional wrestler. It's a problem because how are you going to get new eyes on the product? You're not. The ratings drop each week. AEW is getting good ratings, kind of, for the current state of professional wrestling, is getting good ratings. At least it's kind of steady. Uh, but they're not cracking a million and rarely come close to even getting a million. So is it the, is it a success? I don't know. For 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 what it is, for being two years in the business and I guess new to most eyes, it gets a solid viewership that's at least consistent. Mm. It's not cracking a million though. NXT doesn't even get a consistent audience because it's going up against AEW, which was stupid. So it's getting barely any ratings when you think of it. Smackdown gets consistent ratings because it has some good character. The England talent is good and most stars get at least a time on the show. Most stars get time on the show. Monday Night Raw is very inconsistent with his ratings and they're normally dropping every week because it's too long. Two hours and five minutes is too long. Two hours and five bloody minutes. You can watch a little film and that, you know. We don't want a film's worth of professional wrestling on a Monday. We want it at least to be entertaining. How do you get entertaining? Most entertaining things are an hour and 30 minutes. That's what Raw should be. I understand that they get a lot of money from being two hours and five minutes. I understand that. But it isn't relating in good viewership because it's too long. It isn't getting good professional wrestling because it's just boring. And all that. I think I'm blabbering on a bit. But you understand my point. I'm getting bored of it. But I'll tune in next week. <laughs> I'll tune in next week. Because I'm a sucker. I hope you tune in next week. And I'll see you next week on this podcast. Talking and stuff. I might see you again this week. If I can be bothered to record another podcast. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Love you.